You are listening to Power Talk with Dr. Norman Thomas, sponsored by New Life Church International, a church for all nations. I think the body of Christ, the church, Christians as a whole, has taken their their lead from wrong sources. Meaning, we've looked to the political platforms, we've looked to the news media to tell us how we should look, how we should proceed and, and go forth. When we must continue to look to the Word of God and we must continue to receive from the Holy Spirit concerning how we should look and what the expression of church should be in this particular hour and day. But one thing I knew for sure, to go back to the same thing we were doing before would be negligent and irresponsible. That we must recognize there's a shift that has taken place and that we must respond to that shift in terms of how do we make what we do relevant and applicable for today. Not that it changes the word and not that it changes how we uh, teach the word, but the methods by which we do it. And today, so that's why the past couple of weeks we've done things a little differently. You know, we started our reopening with what we call a Dream Builder Sunday, which includes uh, somebody, maybe one of you, uh, that we know have walked through a dream building process and walking, you're walking in your dream. You may not have achieved the fulfillment of the dream yet, but you're walking in the dream and we want you to share that story with the rest of us. Why? Because it will encourage somebody in the audience to aspire in their own dream, to pick their own dream back up again and to thrust forward, uh, to not give up, to not lose hope, to not become relaxed in the thing that they were created to do and assigned to do by God in the earth. And then we did a, what we call a School of Faith Sunday last week where Dr. Debbie taught. Did you enjoy Dr. Debbie's teaching last week? Well, let her know, let her know. <laughs> Uh, where we set the whole auditorium up in seminar style and gave you a handout, gave you a pen, and gave you a little cup of water, so like you're in school today. Take notes, you know, take this home with you, practice this, and become diligent in the practice of what it is that we're teaching you because it's not enough to come here on Sundays and be inspired. It's not enough to come here on Sundays and be made happy and made to feel good if you have power to go out those doors and handle life and deal with life God's way. Come on, say God's way. God's way. We want you to deal with life God's way because the world has all kinds of options out there for you. The world says, do it this way, man. Do it this way. Handle it like this. This is how you want to do it. But then God says, no, there's another way. It's my way. It's the kingdom way. Let's, let's get to know what God's way of handling that marriage, handling that job change, that career change, that promotion, uh, that school opportunity. How do you handle that God's way? Say God's way again. God's way. So what did Jesus say about that? He said, if you'll seek my way first, 
All the good will come to you after that. All these things will be added to you if you'll just do things my way, God's way, the kingdom way. And so that was what last Sunday was about. And so this Sunday is kind of like back to what we used to do, kind of sort of a, you know, where we're accustomed to this, where we have worship and then, you know, we, we have a word and then we go home. And so this is important too. This is important that you can hear the word proclaimed and preached and taught where you can be inspired, but at the same time also be instructed. So over the next few weeks and whatever method or module we use, I want to convey this message to you concerning what does church look like today and how should it look according to the word of God, especially in times of change and times of transition that we're living in. Those of you at home, I want to just remind you that you're a part of this process as well. And some of you are at home because you can't be here today. There's just no way you can be here whether it be by distance or because of maybe some uh, physical condition or some illness that you're processing through and, and being healed from, uh, you're just not ready to come back, whatever the case may be, but one day you will be back and you should be back in the house if you can be in the house and because it's important. We're going to talk about the importance of being in this house today and, and why it's a value set that we need to aspire to and, and, and gravitate towards. And so I want you to pay closely attention today too, from wherever you're watching to know the importance of, uh, of your value in this process as well. I want to start with a scripture. It is in Hebrews chapter 10. And I want to read verse 23, 24, and 25. And I'm going to read it from the NIV translation. And many scholars, uh, biblical scholars, say that Hebrews was written by Moses. And so let's just hear what he has to say. But it's written to the New Testament church. Uh, he says, let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. We can stop right there for just a second. Many of us could probably name on our, our hand names of people that we know that pre-pandemic was strong in spiritual matters, walking strong in their faith, devoted to the things of God and pursuing God with all their heart. Post-pandemic, they're not that same person anymore. Something has happened. Life has happened. Circumstances has intervened in their lives and they have lost hope to a degree. They have lost hope. They have backed up off of their faith because of how hard things have become or how the, of the challenges that they face. But here we see the author is encouraging us, the word is encouraging us to hold unswervingly, do not hold. That's why for us here, we didn't miss a Sunday. We didn't miss a Tuesday, giving you the word. We couldn't gather but we didn't miss a Sunday and we didn't miss a Tuesday online. Now, whether you was watching or listening is a whole nother matter altogether. But we did not miss a Sunday and we did not miss a Tuesday. And we didn't because God told us not to. He says, stay consistent and stay steadfast in the assignment. Continue to put the word out there. Sometimes we look online, we see two people watching. You know, in the beginning, it was like, 
hundreds. Because everybody was like, okay, what are we going to do? This is crazy. Life is crazy. We need God. We need the word. And the longer we went, the less people <laughs> seemed to be viewing the teachings. The Lord said, stop watching that. Don't be discouraged by that. Just keep teaching the word and, and stay on this thing because the word must be released and go out. And, and what he taught me was that, that people need to see consistency in your walk. Now, I'm telling you that. There are people, we're, we're not living for ourselves. We, we, we benefit as a result of this life, but you got to understand that there are people observing you that knew you and your strength and, and the value that you carried where it concerns spiritual matters. And, they, and they're looking to you for that strength to remain true, even in adversity. So he says, don't be unswervingly. Uh, don't, uh, he says, hold unswervingly to the hope we profess, for he who promises faithful. Say with me in your best voice, God is faithful. He says, let's consider how we may spur one another on toward love and good deeds. Be considerate of how we can encourage one another, how we can help each other grow. He says, not giving up meeting together like we're doing right now. He says, don't give up on coming together as some are in the habit of doing, but encouraging one another. And all the more as you see the day approaching, meaning the day of Christ's return. And, you know, there are people that really teach a lot on that. I don't teach a lot on that. I know it's true that he's coming back, and he's coming soon, soon in the perspective of time. God is not locked into a clock. He's not locked into time. The Bible says that one day to God is like a 1,000 years, and a 1,000 years is like a day to him. So mathematically, that cancels time out. So God is not a God that is based on time. He just he does things in his own Time. Now, he'll use time with us as a point of reference, but he's not bound to time. So is God coming? Is Jesus coming back? Of course he is. Is he coming back soon? Of course he is. Well, what is soon? Is it tomorrow? I don't know. No one knows. The Bible says no one knows. But we can look to the signs that the Bible predicts that shows us that his coming is near. So he is coming. He says, so while we... Wait for that day, encourage one another, love one another, do not forsake the coming together or the assembling of ourselves together, because in coming together, we, we exert that value of fellowship toward one another. So one of the highest elements of value of coming together here today is yes, to hear the word, but the one of the highest values is for fellowship among one another so that we can be strengthened together and we can strengthen one another, get to know one another. How many times do we come to church and we don't meet anyone new? Every person in this room right now in this auditorium can look around this auditorium and see somebody you don't know. As a matter of fact, just go ahead and look around. Take liberty. Just look around and identify somebody you don't know. Okay? I didn't say wave and all that. Just, just look and find somebody that you don't know. Okay, so you found somebody. So, so who here right now 
can raise their hand and say, I know every person in this room. You see? You see? That's called opportunity. That's called opportunity to exchange and to get to know. You have a common interest. You're here on a Sunday morning. So there's got to be a common interest. And so you get to know one another and get to fellowship with one another. Don't be shy. Don't be all to yourself. And for those that are kind of like introverts, then let the extroverts make up for it. Amen. amen. Come on, say amen. amen. All right. So my notes here says, says, it says, how do you hold unswervingly? And how do you not waver in your hope? How do you keep from, from getting off your faith in changing times? By living from the basis of truth. Now, if you are a believer in Christ, you have no business identifying anything but truth, but what God said. This is your truth. One man calls it the constitution of the kingdom. This is your truth. Now, there's a lot of stuff out there that offers itself as truth. But for the Christian, there's only one truth, and that truth is the word of God. It's what God said about it. And what did God say? That serves as your baseline for truth. So everything else, all other philosophical ideas, all other political persuasions, and anything else that's out there has to be aligned with your truth. And if it doesn't align with your truth, it's not true to you. And you need to get off of that and stay with the Word of God. For more inspiration, visit our YouTube channel at Dr. Norman Thomas.